Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. My name is Christopher John Francis Boone. I live at 36 Randolph Street, Swindon. I like maths, outer space, looking after Toby, and I see everything. Hello, and welcome to Audio Pie series for Mark Haddon's The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. We have here a series of 18 tutorials that go through the book's structure and plot, main characters, theme, and then an analysis of each chapter right through until the end. We'll finish off with the last two podcasts going over key quotations that you can have handy for the exam and tips on how to write that brilliant exam answer. So there's a lot we're going to pack in, but I should just say before we start that you may have noticed the title to the book is quite long. So when we're talking about it in this series, we'll refer to it just as curious. Good point. So let's get going with the genre of curious. The genre is the type of book, such as science fiction, romance, adventure and so on. Normally, books are quite clear in what category they fall into, but Mark Haddon has written a story that we can't label so easily. You may remember that Christopher, the narrator of the story, claims it to be a detective book, a whodunit. When you think of this genre, you'll probably come up with names like Sherlock Holmes or Agatha Christie and images of human victims being thrown off trains or something similar. We do have elements of detective fiction here. We've got a murder of Wellington, the dog, and a detective, Christopher, looking for clues to find out who the killer is. You might not think that having a dog as the victim is enough to make it a detective story. Therefore, you might not agree that the story falls into the detective genre at all. Or you may agree that it is, but there's elements of other genres involved as well. We can look at the story as a drama, as Christopher's disability, how he relates to the rest of the world, his relationship with his dad and finding out the truth about his mother unfold. There's a lot going on in his life. Christopher clearly changes throughout the book. For example, he is initially scared of talking to strangers, which he overcomes in order to question the neighbours. His relationship with his father seems good until he finds out his father killed Wellington and he becomes scared and distrustful of him. Haddon has a clever technique of putting us inside Christopher's mind and enabling us to see how he reacts to all of these events. So I would say it isn't just a drama, but a psychological drama. We're really drawn into his thoughts and it's fascinating. Then, of course, we come to deal with Christopher's mental disability. It's important to note that Haddon doesn't actually say he has an illness at any point during the book. However, through Christopher's inability to understand emotions, excellent mathematical skills and other typical symptoms, the reader can assume he suffers from Asperger's syndrome. As Haddon does not label Christopher, as an outsider potentially would, he allows us into Christopher's brain that would otherwise be a closed book if you ever met him. In this way, the story is a study of disability. We see how someone with Asperger's perhaps thinks and the ways other people react to him. This is very illuminating for readers who don't suffer from the illness and serves as an important lesson. Depending on who we are, we may start to question our own behaviours towards others. Bringing those different genres together, Haddon offers us a detective story, a psychological drama and a disability study, all in one entertaining book. 
It really is impressive how Haddon has done this, and what's more, the fact that it's a mixture invites the reader to create their own personal story. Many have said that the book has a Rorschach blot quality. The Rorschach test was an experiment where people were asked to look at a blot of ink and describe what they saw. Their answers told us about the thoughts and worries of each person looking at the blot, rather than the ink itself. This story has the same quality because Haddon has left so many gaps. He says himself that he did that for you to add your own stuff to the story. You bring to it your own views, experiences and thoughts. Basically, the book can be whatever you want it to be. You create your own meaning. Now, don't worry if that sounds daunting. Over this series, we hope to make a lot of observations on different aspects of the story that help you think, ah, that's definitely part of the genre or uh, perhaps it's a mix because of such and such. So, thank you very much for listening to the first podcast in this series, and we look forward to seeing you next time for a session on structure and plot in the book. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.